Realms of peril and glory will begin after these short messages. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. We'd like to thank our patrons, Peter Griffith, Now Then Natalie, and Deborah Bloch-Schwenk, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more, then head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Hello and welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory. I'm Maddie Searle and I will be your Game Master slash Strife player today. We are playing Agon, which is a fast-paced TTRPG set in ancient Greece. And it's by John Harper and Sean Nittner. And I will be playing with the fabulous Ella Watts. Please introduce your character. Hello. So I'm Ella. My pronouns are she, her. My character is Calliope, who uses he, she, they. A uh, scion of Demetrius, uh, honors the god Hermes, a thief, a scoundrel. She's got two swords and a falcon, and she is here to mess things up. Amazing. And Headley, could you please introduce your character? Hello, I'm Headley, and my character is... Himbocules. As the name may suggest, he is a big, strong boy. He's Herbercules, the strong-limbed scion of Dreos, who is a powerful king and ruler during the Great War. Um, and he honors Herber- Himbocules, honors Poseidon. Amazing. <laughs> and James, what is your character? Hello, I am James Barbaros, and I will be playing Kante, the clear-voiced. Um, I am a scion of uh, Hephaestus, uh, honoured god as Dionysus for the theatre and the party. I'm a bard. I tend to go more for singing songs than using weaponry. I have uh, a pet called Boris. Boris is his own thing. Do not steal. Uh, he's a fox weasel with horns. Um, and he is a Boris. And... Um, I'm mostly just a bard, and pronouns are he, they. Amazing. All right. So as we begin this adventure, you are all stuck together on a boat, trying to find your way home to Crete after a terrible, terrible war. Um, you are licking your wounds. You are um, trying to trying to sort through everything that's happened to you. Um, and you're hoping that despite this terrible mist that clouds the seas, that the gods will light your way home in the stars. And you know that it's your destiny to visit the islands on your way home and prove yourself and uh, your heroic legend uh, throughout your journey. And if you have pleased the gods enough, if you have um, increased your legend, if you have proven your name, then you might be able to find your way back. You are on a classic Greek trireme with uh, uh, its long, slim ship with a large central sail and a small back sail. There are dozens of oars along either side and a grand bow which curves upwards and bends backwards uh, towards the crew. And as always on these strange and mystical waters, mist is stretching before you and behind you. 
Um, and as it is currently nighttime, the stars are lighting your way. Um, they're barely peeking through the cloud cover, but you have hope that they will they will shine through and and give you guidance. Um, so as the uh, action begins, um, what is everyone doing on the ship? What is your job on the ship? What uh, what? Uh, how are you spending your time? So we'll start with Calliope. So uh, I realized uh, after introducing myself that I didn't say my epithet, which is many-wayed. Many-wayed Calliope should be rowing, but I think that she has uh, forgone her station and is instead doing some creeping around the ship. Um, Specifically, I think that she is seeing whether or not she can sneak into Himbocules' quarters uh, to do her war on a tradition of robbing him. Um, just a little bit tonight, nothing ostentatious, maybe some gold jewellery. Uh, but at the moment, yeah, she is she is sneaking into Himbocules' quarters to try and rob him. Amazing. What is Himbocules currently doing as uh, Calliope is attempting this subterfuge? Himbocules is at the, the helm of the ship, looking heroic, looking out to sea. He's not actually steering because he, he doesn't really know how, but he's instructing the... Uh, in the steering. Actually, how many people are on this boat? Is it just us? No, I think it's a, a pretty it's pretty heavily um, people. There's lots of sailors about. There's probably about 30 people all in all. Um, yeah, there's a lot of kind of refugees from the war coming back home. Um, people keen to see Crete again. Um, and a lot of them are uh, working as sailors on the ship. So Cool. Yeah, well, he's um, overseeing the steering like, yes, full steam ahead, full sails ahead. Uh, he doesn't use anachronisms quite as much as I do, but um, he, he's not really helping, but he wants to feel... He, he's, he's, he was put in charge of this ship, and he was told to take people to Crete, and he's taking great pride in that, and he's certain that he will do his very best to get everyone home, more or less in one piece. May I suggest, Headley, that there is a falcon on his shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> Himbercules is in a very good mood today because... There is a bird on his shoulder which always cheers him up no matter what happens, whether he's being robbed or whatever. He will always think back on the day and think, but at least I saw a cool bird. I shall call him Bird. <laughs> All right, what is what is uh, Kante doing while, while this is going on? So Kante probably should be um, much like Calliope pretending to be a sailor, right? Kante definitely ought to be pretending to be working on the ship, but Kante has not once on this journey actually even pretended to be a sailor. Uh, So Kante is openly out, like, on the deck, just sort of sprawled out over, like, a crate, um, supplying very distracting, like, epic heroic music behind him, Bocules, just to, like, make him feel him feeling feel cool and and, and cinematic um it's working yeah just it's just to like really working. provide him with the with the like heroic backdrop of music that he requires while boris is with calliope um uh helping to steal from him um uh, quarter so distracting him with cinematic music and very openly not pretending to be a sailor Nice. So, um, just as uh, Calliope is creeping into the doorway of Himbocules' quarters, um, you hear a commotion from the side of the ship as um, the sailors who are trying to fish using a net have caught something in their net and they're not sure what it is and it's 
letting off a horrible sound that might be whinnying, um, but you're not sure what it is. And so uh, what, what would you like to do? Um, would you like to go and see what the commotion's all about? Yeah, I'm going to give Boris some jerky. Um, uh, I, I, I keep some in my pocket just for Boris. Um, as uh, he presumably gives me some piece of gold jewelry. I'm going to say a signet ring that I'm going to steal from Hercules this time. Um, and then I'm kind of kind of shut the door, uh, get out uh, my jewel swords and kind of uh, armed and ready, come up onto the deck to see what's going on. Um, and as I do, the falcon Himbo- Aristides is going to leave Hercules' shoulder and come back to me. <laughs> Hercules and Kante, are you at all interested in this strange commotion that is happening off the side of the ship? Yes, uh, I'd like to. Uh, Kante would definitely stop, stop strumming and be like, was that a whinny? I don't think there should be those out here. I happen to know that Poseidon, the mighty Poseidon, is god of both the sea and horses, so it only figures that there would be plenty of winning at sea. Um, you're unfamiliar with animal anatomy, aren't you, Hercules? I I trouble myself not with the subtleties of the world and only focus on glory, because that is its own reward. Well... Kante is going to sing a song uh, about about the horse. Uh, just a short one. The legendary seahorse, a creature far from home. Its hooves are bloody webbed, I guess. Its mane is flecked with foam. Just to keep Hercules <laughs> happy. Amazing. And you're quite right. Hercules <laughs> nods approvingly. Amazing. You're quite right because the sailors seem to have caught accidentally uh, a hippocampus in their net and are uh, some are completely freaking out. They've never seen anything like this before. They're like, we need to kill it. It's awful. It's a horrible abomination. And other people are like, no, Poseidon will be pissed if we kill this thing. Um, so uh, uh, I am going to announce a contest of resolve and spirit um so first of all um i'm gonna roll uh, to see what the uh the strife level of this contest is um this is also a leadership contest so whoever is best will be the leader for the island and get to kind of captain the crew as it were there is a target number of six so um you're aiming to beat that if you want to be the best um, so, and now I get to do the, the really cool cheesy bit of like, who will face this contest? Um, and so, please announce yourself if you would like to face this contest. I have an idea for a way I'd like to face it, so I'd like to try, please. Um, awesome, yes. Please assemble your dice pool. Right. Anyone else wanting to face this contest? Um... I suppose so, but I'm going to have to use resolve and spirit, which is not my strength. Um, Do we have to, like, we do an announcement where we say who we are and what we're doing, kind of thing? All you have to do is say um, who you are and if you're you're joining the contest, and then um, once you've rolled, then then we can narrate what happens. So you do the roll first and then you narrate. Sure, I mean, is the contest handling this hippocampus yeah it's basically like, what do you do what what do with this hippocampus do you kill it do you set it free do you like it's all up to you do you just calm the sailors down then to hell with it i will i will join the contest mm-hmm. with resolve and spirit himbercules shall also join the contest feel like there's never going to be a situation when himbercules does not rush in <laughs> <laughs> himbercules rush in when we're angels fear to tread yeah. 
So please roll your dice pool. I'm just, I'm gonna uh, do a d6 for my epithet because I think that I'm doing this in a not straightforward way. And I'm saying that many Wade refers to the many ways in which she does not do the obvious or straightforward thing. So in this case, she's not gonna try and kill it or convince people. She's just gonna try and cut it free without people noticing. I'm gonna assume that um, applying their epithet is, um, if you have a justification for it, you can apply your epithet to any contest you want. So that's kind of how we're gonna play it, if that's okay. Yep. And then a dice for my yeah. name and a dice for the domain, right? That's so three d six. And then you add the two highest dice together. Yeah. So I got an eight. So I am only rolling two dice because I'm not going to use my strong-limbed epithet. So just my name and resolve and spirit. And I got a ten. Ooh. The two dice added together. And Kante, what is your result? Uh, well, I used clear voice as an attempt to um, shout over the um, the din, get up on a box, and start um, telling everyone to calm down um, and so I rolled a 6 and a 5 nice Ooh. so that is 11 if I my yes. terrible math brain is not lying to me sweet so Kante is best um, and we're going to start with the uh, so everyone succeeds so uh, Ella and Headley you both get um, 3 glory and Kante you get 6 glory nice oh my and also, we're going to start with the um, the person who got the least in their role. So that is Calliope. How does Calliope attempt to um, resolve this situation? She, she does not want to be the center of attention. So they kind of like sneak in behind the sailors. And just whilst everyone is kind of arguing over what to do, he just like cuts the net like open and just like lets it start dropping so that the hippocampus is no longer caught and then just like slips back into the crowd. And what is Hemboculus's attempt? He struts in, pulls out his sword and says, do not destroy the beast of my great Poseidon. You should let it run free. And the, or swim free, or it should perambulate freely in whatever its preferred method is. Sweet. And then I put the sword away again. <laughs> and how does how does Kante um, resolve this matter once and for all? So Kante is going to speak very loudly over the sort of squabbling of the uh, people. Uh, let you know, um, Himbocules say his bit. Uh, and uh, let that sort of lead to the beginning of the argument about while we freeing this thing uh, and then uh, Kante will will uh, hop up on a box try to speak as loudly as possible to get everybody's attention on him and away from uh, from Calliope uh, and start explaining look it's it's teeth are square it's very clearly not a carnivore uh, it's feet are webbed it's very clearly not a not a combatant animal this is a this is a it's a chill sea creature if we allow it to go free, perhaps it may even lead us on our journey. Help us to navigate our way back home. The sailors are soothed by your words and don't notice Calliope very easily getting the hippocampus free. And uh, and as it uh, struggles free of its bonds, it kind of it offers a, a, a sympathetic whinny and uh, as if to say thank you. Um, and it starts to paddle off weirdly doggy paddle style starts to paddle <laughs> off into the uh, into the distance through the mist um, and if you wish you can follow it if uh, or if you want to just let it um, go on its merry way then you can either way I'm gonna look at Kante and say surprisingly quick thinking did you mean that we should follow it or were you just talking out your ass well I suppose that's up to him Berkeley, right I mean I was just uh, attempting to get as many people's attention on me as possible so they don't notice you uh 
taking your own quick and decisive action and cutting it out. Um, but uh, Himboculus seemed rather... Follow that horse! Yes, so that was precisely what I imagined would happen. Um, so that, I suppose. Um, then Calliope's going to kind of grab your hand, Kante, and it kind of looks like she's like squeezing your hand, but what she's actually doing is palming you like a couple of pieces of golden jewellery and say, uh, by the way, this is your share. Marvellous. Thank you very much. <laughs> As the, the night wanes and the, the sun starts to rise, you f- follow this little hippocampus through the waters, um, staying close enough to the ship so that you can see it through the mist. And uh, eventually um, the mist start to clear and beyond the hippocampus, little little paddling hooves, you can see an island starting to emerge in the distance. Uh, it's a rugged, rocky island with snow-capped mountains at its centre and they seem to be honeycombed with caves and mines and uh, it may just be a trick of the light but you might you think you might be seeing a little glints of gold coming from the from the caves. Um, you also see um, smoke rising from furnaces, um, brightly painted clay houses. However, um, Kante, as you are the leader, it is your responsibility oh, no. to interpret the signs of the gods. Oh, I don't like that a lot. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> responsibility. Um, uh, so uh, there are three things that you see that catch your eye. Right. Um, and it's entirely your, uh, up to you how you interpret them and whether hmm. you assign them to particular gods or whether you... Um, put that into your decision making at all. So first off, near the shoreline there is a ruined temple and you see a peacock um, just sort of perching on the roof of the temple um, and uh, there are also people kind of rush, like rushing into the into the ruins um, in, a, in a kind of worried way but feel um, that, you can, that you can see a sense of relief on their faces that they've reached the temple because they feel like it's a place of safety um, and uh, you also see um, jutting out of the of the waves, um, just in front of the shore, broken pillars of stone, and there uh, you can tell that from the fractures across them that they have been struck by lightning uh, long ago, and they are long since destroyed. Um, and finally, um, just on the outskirts of the of the town, with the little painted houses, um, you can see a merchant hurriedly stuffing a whole load of gold and jewels into a chest. And as he turns his back to glance back at the at the town, uh, a uh, raven perches on top of the of the gold and calls. Um, so those are the signs that you see. Would you like to discuss any of these or keep them to yourself? Uh, I would like to discuss it with... Um, I would like to sidle up to Hibokules and uh, have a discussion. So, um, Captain, um, seems like there's a little bit of a furore going on in the, the town ahead of us. Um, you know, temples... No doubt they and... also saw the swimming horse. Uh, I, <laughs> Well, that would certainly cause a stir, I'd imagine, but... Um, Judging by the uh, single solitary peacock standing atop the temple and uh, that uh, yonder uh, uh, spooky raven, um, I am going to have to assume this is some god nonsense and um, something uh, religious is going on. Uh, Might I recommend we check out the temple as well and see if we can get some information, seeing as everybody seems to be taking shelter in there. Um, See if we can work out what's going on ask around you're the boss of course mm. i wouldn't dare, dare well to birds birds mm. they're quite quite the critters dogs of the sky some could call them right 
I think you might be right, Bard. <laughs> I think you are right to follow the, the wet horse, and I think you're right to follow these dogs of the mm. sky. Many yes. of the gods, well, many of the gods do, in fact, speak by way of bird, Poseidon mm -hmm. not among them as far as I'm aware. Um, yes, the temple, that sounds like a godly place to go. Very wise of you, sir. Um, yes. A very wise decision you have made to agree with what I said. I 100% think this is the best thing to do. If you also think that, then more mm -hmm. power to you. Good. Good idea, sir. To the temple! Calliope <laughs> is rowing, like, at the moment, you know, kind of, like, sweating in the sun, just, like, doing the hard work. And, like, she is overhearing this conversation and just rolling her eyes so fucking hard. <laughs> Are you all right down there, Calliope? It's rowing going well, is it? Yeah, have you considered actually being a member of this crew? Can't they? Mm. At any point? They're such a good rower. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get in your way, Calliope. I'd only slow you down, darling. The bard is an important part of the crew. Indeed. They, uh, they keep up morale, and morale is glory, and glory is a, a prize in itself. I'm glad I've convinced you of that. <laughs> he is meant to do that, though. I. Boats have bards? Is that a thing? Yes, of course. Have? Every boat has a bard, and I yeah, am this I, boat's bard. I assumed that was the case. Mm -hmm. Didn't you hear him, Hercules? It's like the latest trend. You'll be seen as the most fashionable prince in all of Crete. Can't I do the talking? Fantastic. I like that. Carry on rowing. <laughs> You'll be seen as the most fashionable <laughs> prince in all of Crete, <laughs> my lord. Yes, fantastic. Bard, keep barding. Rower, keep rowing. Marvellous. Mm -hmm. Row harder, in fact. You should be rowing as much as this bard is barding. An excellent decision, <laughs> sire. I couldn't Clive, agree more. He just like groans and starts like pulling harder, kind of biceps <laughs> just flexing in the sun. Oh, you have a bird friend as well. <laughs> I always feel, I always feel a bird is a blessing. I've heard many people referring to them recently as dogs of the sky. Absolutely, a hundred percent, sire. I have never heard a phrase more wisely spake than than dogs of the sky. <laughs> Can I also just check you're definitely for sure not gonna talk to Calliope about these signs at all. I'm quite entertained by that, but like, she has opinions on it. I'll slip away while Hembercules is directing it in there. Calliope, I noticed a, a peacock being rather um, deliberately noticeable, but there was also a raven spooking about after some gentleman stealing coin or packing coin up. Uh, what do you know of this? Those seem like signs from the gods to me. So, like, I totally understand you've decided that you're not going to help Ro, and honestly, I think you would be a hindrance more than anything else, but the fact that Couldn't you're sitting more. in front of me whilst I'm doing this mm -hmm. does really feel like rubbing it in. I'm making eye contact. It's important <laughs> to make eye contact when you're communicating with somebody. <laughs> it's all about an emotional connection. Go on. I just, you know, like, everything... Okay, fine. Uh, so I would say, like, peacocks... <laughs> you know, fuck it. Um... I'm gonna, like, step away for a second. Peacock's famously a hero's bird, and there's a lightning ruined temple, so if I was mm. gonna make a guess, I would Zeus say business. that, like, the king and queen of the gods are having some shit happening. Yes. Like, that would be kind of my uh, guess. The raven thing, no idea. I vaguely, of, like, I vaguely remembered some tale about Zeus turning into a peacock or some such nonsense. Yeah, well, so, I mean, Hera's... I, Hera's bird is the peacock. Oh, from what well, I remember. Um, but they are married, so and also Zeus has turned into everything under the sun, including a golden shower to impregnate random human women. So 
I wouldn't put it past him. Hmm. Um, the Raven thing, I don't know. The Raven thing, I've heard of, like, Norse gods. There's some, you know, uh, one one to the north, uh, which is associated with ravens. I don't know. Raven's yes, death, maybe, or cunning. Maybe it is a Hermes thing. But if it is, I mean, I was, I was never really given an education. Yeah, um, well, I know of many tales where the raven depicts the uh, a, a spirit or god of death. They're very deathly creatures. Um, so, I mean... It's all the black. Could it possibly be... Very emo. Yeah, very emo. Um, could possibly be Hades-related, perhaps, in a way that we're not so certain of? Um, again, I grew up... I was... I didn't go to school. So, like, this is kind of my experience of, like, life, but I, I could be wrong. I don't know. So, Himbocules is heading to the temple, because it seems like a lot of people are heading in there. Do you have any other... Do you have any thoughts you would, how you'd like me to direct him, I suppose? I really... I mean, I like the idea of the guy with the gold. Not gonna lie. Hmm. But, uh... We can always go to the guy with the gold afterwards. He seems to have... And people panicking... If if the war has taught me anything, people panicking, easy to rob. Hmm. And they're all gonna be in that temple, and they're all gonna be close to each other, so... That's actually a good point. If the person is stealing a lot of gold, presumably they know why they're stealing a lot of gold or packing up all of their gold, perhaps, while everybody else is panicking. So perhaps even addressing this um, gold theft gentleman um, may provide more answers even than the people in the temple. People in the temple are often uh, panicked and well-led and they'll say any such nonsense they'll have in their heads, but it seems like a person taking gold knows what they're doing. Also, we have the advantage in numbers over the one guy. It's true. I mean, uh, I know Himbocules counts for like 10 people, because that's a really obscene amount of muscle on any mm-hmm, human mm-hmm, being, mm-hmm. but... Oh, I hadn't noticed. Um, Himbocules, mm-hmm. um, you... my, my lord, um, <laughs> uh, alternate plan, uh, I have noticed a, a, a lone uh, gentleman taking, uh, packing up gold. Uh, I, I can't help but, but think uh, some information can be gleaned from him as opposed to just heading straight to the temple. Uh, the, as I say, the, the panicked masses will get any ideas into their heads, but a man stealing gold knows what he's after. Mm, well, I had to say, money and gold is not all the, mo- the most important. Gold, mm. like, like water, evaporates over time. Just, for example, my gold pouch has been getting lighter and lighter by the day, and I have no explanation And you've been for getting that. nothing but happier. I mean, this is true. So let us not focus on on gold so well, much as purpose and direction. I believe I know a song of that uh, of that nature. I can't buy me love. <laughs> can't buy me love. The uh, god's hand reaches down from the sky and hands you a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> not again. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. 
With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. And so the ship finally makes it into the dock and uh, the, the village is before you and just beyond the village is the ruined temple. Um, and as you enter the village, they, you see people rushing to and fro, trying to usher children into houses, trying to gather weapons, um, just a general state of disarray. Um, in the center, um, is a woman who is tall and burly with a mess of dark hair who is seemingly trying to calm people down and trying to um, instill some sense of order. But uh, there is also uh, a rather um, skinny looking man who's next to her, um, seems to be entreating her. Um, he's wearing robes that are that you can um, probably guess are, are patterned with peacock feathers, so you can guess that he is a, a priest of Hera. So the, the, the woman is saying, we, we, it's good that it's gone, it's good that it's gone, that we need to, um, it's good that it's gone, we need to learn to fend for ourselves, we need to learn to, to protect ourselves, this is an opportunity. Whereas the, uh, the priest is going, but it is a, it is a, a, a an affront to the gods it is an affront to hero we must uh, we must get the pillar of storms back how how on earth could we could we survive without the protection of the gods well um are we allowed can maybe perhaps we should split up um is this is the is the person packing away all the gold still nearby um he seems to have uh disappeared you don't know where he's got to well, I was going to suggest Calliope go and speak to that gentleman, honor among thieves and all that, but... Calliope is quite distracted by the tall, muscular brunette um, woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, Calliope is just kind of, kind of in a very awkward emo way, be sort of 
quietly sidling closer. Okay. Um, then I'm going to head up to Himbokulis and go, Ah, um, Himbokulis, sir, uh, they look like the leaders. Ah, then those are those who with which we shall parlay. Mm. Those are those with which we mm-hmm. shall parlay, those... sire. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yes, very much. Lead, lead, lead the way. Lead the way. Uh, but I was going to suggest you lead the way, sire. Honestly, oh, I'll a, lead the way. A, a strong, me. heroic, and uh, royal front is is uh, then uh, is perhaps the best way to go. Okay, j- just this this way here. This. Uh, yes, just that, just uh, this direction. Okay, yes, well, sir. I'll I guess I'll lead the way then. <clears throat> Beautiful. Thank you. Yes. And if you have if you if you need any help with me leading you how and where to lead the way to, feel free to ask. I am sure I will. Very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was this way, right? Yes, you can yes. do it, okay. sire. Yes. I believe in you. Yep. Okay. Sorry, just warming up my uh, leadership muscles. Uh, Got to use your legs. Legs are the most important muscles for walking. I found. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah the arms get a good workout, but the nope. the legs legs most important. Yep. Start I'll just, with that. I'll I'll start. Yep. I'll start walking this mm-hmm. way. Yep. Leadership, yes. I cannot believe I have to teach him Bokulis how to walk. <laughs> I've told my dad that I could lead, and he's given me a chance to do so, so yes, I will. Okay. <clears throat> I do say, good sir, good madam, hierarchs of this, uh, this place of worship. Um, yes, uh, this is not a great time for visitors. Sorry, we have a, a couple of different catastrophes on our hands, so... Uh, uh, if you could state your business here and what what on earth are you doing here, honestly? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, Bard, Bard, what are we doing here? We're, we're going home. We're on our way to Crete, but we're stopping we're off on here. We're on our way to Crete, yes. yes but we're we're why do we here. need the temple to go to the temple to go to Crete? Well, because there very clearly is a disaster happening here. I was... Oh, yeah, of course, so we're helping them. Yes, well, sure, okay. certainly. Yes, that that's why because that's her- the heroic thing to do. That's the that's heroic why, thing to do, precisely. and that's why that's why that's the thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, I'm afraid this may not be a good time for you, but the gods and the path they have set us on cannot for mortal mortal timekeeping. If you have calamities, we will aid you in them and ask only in return uh, a, a finger in the direction of of Crete, because that is where we're heading. All right. Um... Uh, very strange uh, uh, people. It's nice to have some support, at least. Uh, better, to, better to have more more soldiers for the cause than not. Um, so I, I'm afraid I'm in the middle of a, a disagreement with this uh, priest of Hera here, Ionestes. Um, I'm Melitea, by the way, um, and uh, I'm the I'm the mining chief of this town. Um, I'm in charge of all the uh, the mining operations. Uh, we have. We used to have in our possession our, our gift from the gods, so that loser says, uh, called the Pillar of Storms, which surrounded the island with uh, with lightning storms and uh, terrible weather so that bandits couldn't come in and steal all our tasty, tasty gold. Um, however, it's gone. It's just it's just gone. And uh, we suspect that the uh, that the pirate queen has gone and nicked it. Uh, yeah, so Thessakira has just gone and bloody nicked it, and uh, well, this this idiot wants to uh, wants us to get it back, and uh, Ionestes, Ionestes uh, 
protests. Excuse me, I am not an idiot. I am merely following the signs of the gods. I am merely following the, the clear um, the clear signs that we must return this pillar to, to the temple. We must also we must also rebuild the temple. The fact that it is destroyed is an affront. It is a horror to the gods, and we must make sure that our piety is truly, truly felt. Um, and Melatea just like, no, 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 that's complete nonsense. We need to get practical defenses. We need to arm everybody because um, we've also got harpies who are now able to enter the island. Now that the storms are gone, there's going to be harpies coming in and attacking us. They have some kind of grudge against us. We have no idea why they're going to be coming and and completely messing us up. So what do you want to pin all your hopes on some hoity-toity gods who can barely get off their asses to do anything? Or do you want to put your faith in practical defences that can help us actually A, defend us so that we don't need this bloody thing anymore, and B, stop these harpies from slaughtering everyone? So, uh, I suppose uh, it's, up to, it's up to you who, uh, who you agree with. Have you considered calling on different gods? I'm going to say Calliope just appears like out of the crowd where she had not been very obvious before and just like is very intensely staring at Melatea. <laughs> um, uh, well, the whole god thing is not really my bag and this dude, he's, he's pretty stuck on here. He's probably not going to switch up, unfortunately. Priests are like that. Yeah. It, it, it has been our experience. Well, where, where was this pirate queen last seen? And also, is she single? Well, uh, she was seen heading north. She's got a, a large crew with her. Um, if you want to tangle with her, um, well, on your own head, be it. I'm not. I'm not going to be sending anyone to to attack uh, attack that lady. Um, but uh, it is it is true that if you got the pillar of storms back, then that would get our defenses back. But I'm personally not risking any of my people for that mission. I think it's I, I, I think it's too dangerous. Uh, sire, uh, uh, Himbocules, I feel that uh, we're being asked to make a choice. Um, do we wish to, do, do we believe that we should uh, get this uh, pillar back or, or do we believe that we should uh, form up defences? I can't help but feel, why not both? Um, we have our own men. These people can take care of themselves and fend off the harpies and, and perhaps we could go and... Um, salvage this uh, uh, this pillar. Yes, yes, well this this pillar does seem to stop them being robbed and the fact that they were robbed of it does seem like a pretty bad thing. So well, at, at the very least it will it will stop them from fighting amongst themselves and they can focus on actually solving the issues. Just yes, telling them yes. that we'll get it back will make will uh, let the priest uh, devote his attention to um, uh, assisting the, uh, the 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 leader of the miners in um, shoring up defenses. And uh, you're saying this right in front of them. <laughs> and a pirate queen. Uh, what better match for a pirate queen than a future king such as yourself? To, yes. To quite stand no chance against us, my lord. Uh, are you okay, Cal Cal Calliope? You look uh, a little distracted. Oh, no, I'm fine. I was just thinking that Kante forgot a favourite song of theirs. No, I don't think so. The one about the, uh, the bard who, uh, who uh, left his nose out of other people's pirate queens uh, and, um, uh, I don't think I know that one um, yeah, you, you uh, sing it for uh, us Calliope uh, I'm really not a singer uh, um, uh, any drums? most there disappointing there once was a bard from Crete uh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
Who's um, singing? It always went down a treat. Uh, um, Calliope's going to put a hand over Kante's mouth and look at INS. Just, okay, so you're a priest. These harpies. I'm assuming that that's something to do with gods, that they hate you. Do you really know nothing about this? Well, um, I, I, uh, I do have a theory. I, I, it is, um, it is yet to be tested, but I have a theory that uh, because the harpies are creatures of the sky, they are uh, dedicated to Zeus. And uh, well, the the pillar of storms does a lot of Zeusy kind of things. It creates lots of thundery storms, and uh, right. so I'm I with think. You that possibly they're angry that we're using Zeus's power in vain? Huh. But... Wait, wait, wait. So this wasn't a gift from Zeus? Um, no, it was a gift from Hera. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, okay, cool. So Zeus's wife gave you one of Zeus's pillars against his knowledge? Do you think she was clearing out his man cave? God cave, sorry. <laughs> Well, I, I I cannot speculate as to the as to the uh, whims and the motivations of the gods, apart from her benevolent protection of our most wealthy isle. That is that is all I can say on the matter. Most wealthy. Yes, the the, the gold mines here are, are fabulously uh, stuffed with gold, um, and it is my it is my belief that we should use the the bounty of this island to shore up the temple and make sure it is spick and span so that Hera knows our piety. Well, might I suggest, uh, I am no uh, accountant, but what better use of funds but to hire a wayward band of soldiers and heroes to uh, get back this uh, pillar for you and um, assist you. And honestly, if the harpies don't want you to use a pillar uh, that shoots lightning, then maybe there shouldn't be a pillar that shoots lightning in the first place. Our rates are very affordable and the animals are free bonuses extremely affordable because gold isn't important to us it's not important the, to him the, he doesn't speak the bard was saying just just moments ago that the less gold i have the happier i get mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i think helping helping may be its own reward i mean i'll buy you a diamond ring my friend if it'll make you feel all right <laughs> that guy also he's working for free it's only see you get three mercenaries for the price mm -hmm. of two mm -hmm. five uh, five if you include the animals I would like you to do a contest of arts and narration. Um, oh! To see it. if you can persuade uh, these people that you want to uh, help them so and that you deserve I, money. What, what uh, dice can I use? Um, so you can use your name, your epithet, and your. Um, so you because you have a D8 in um, arts and narration, you can use that. Oh, I will. I'd like to bolster you, um, so I'll, I'll give you my name dice, a D6 as well, to add to the pool. Splendid. Cool. And so um, that's uh, that's the support mechanic. So um, Ella, that means you. Oh, that's that's it's all good. You can. That means you get one glory automatically as um, if you sit out a comp if right. you sit out a contest. And so I've rolled my dice. What do I do? I need to roll the uh, the target number. So please excuse me while I gather various things. I think this is against Ionistes, who has three d six. My d eight did land on an eight, so. That was worth. That was worth boosting. So the uh, the target number for this contest is eleven. So um, and is Hembocules going to be in this contest as well, or is it just Kante? Hembocules. Uh, no, I, I think I'm setting this out because uh, I I need not monetary incentive. 
Your presence alone provides the leadership required, my lord. Really, like, the, the person who's, like, a monarch is like, there is no need for money. And the two, like, homeless, like, thieves and scoundrels are like, no, no, we need, we need, we need money. <laughs> I think if Hercules had ever been without money, he would realise how much he uses it. Yeah. <laughs> but he hasn't, hasn't. Himbocules is the leader. It is his will that we are imparting. I am but the mouthpiece for the voice of the leader. <laughs> All right. So the um, the target number um, is eleven. How did you right. how did you do, Kante? So it's the. I two. rolled a three, a two, a three, and an eight. So that is eight plus three. Do I add them all together? You no, add the, the two the, highest, the highest two. The highest two. Okay. So it is eight plus three is eleven. All right. So you do you do meet the um, the target number so that you do succeed. Um, Splendid. And so you, and because you're the only person in this contest, you also get 11 glory. Whoa. Woo. Please um, describe to me how you persuade this priest that A, uh, you want to you wanna help and B, you need, you need the cash. As you see, uh, 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 f- uh, uh, father, uh, you go by father as your title, father? Uh, so, uh, uh, priest? Uh, just if, 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 uh, if you... Ian? Ion. Ion. So, Ion, um, what I think you'll notice is that we are, of course, uh, uh, you know, Himbocules is a a prince himself, and uh, we um, have a number of of, uh, sailors just back from a horrible war, you see. We're trying to get our way home, and of course, we do require, yes, as you can see, uh, Calliope's uh, glistening, lithe musculature in the the sun. we, of course, need... Uh, what we have is uh, a lot of strength and ingenuity and, uh, and willpower and uh, other some such uh, virtues. But what we require, of course, is cash. Um, and we are very willing to trade our heroism in securing for you your mystical uh, pillar or other some such divine nonsense um, for you in defense of your island whilst you all uh, do what uh, this fine lady suggests uh, defend your town right now from the harpies and let the uh, let the future of this pillar lie with us all right well uh, you seem to be a very um, verbose uh, young person and uh, I, I appreciate that I appreciate that so uh, oh, I... doesn't know the meaning of the word I don't <laughs> All right, we're in a we're in a very sticky situation, so I think uh, yes, uh, we shall offer you some of our our bountiful riches in return for the safe return of the Pillar of Storms. Um, of course. So uh, I imagine that you have your own vessel um, to pursue yeah, the yes. pirate queen across the seas. Uh, well, we didn't uh, we didn't walk here. Naturally, naturally. Um, well, the gods do mysterious things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if it's all right with you, we shall say the gold in when on the return of the Pillar of Storms, we shall give you the gold. Is that a fair exchange? It sounds fair to me. Get half up front. I mean, I can't possibly <laughs> commit to such a thing. We would require resources, um... To, to keep our uh, to keep our ship uh, afloat, um, in the meantime, of course. Uh, I, so I mean, we don't have to take the entirety of the thing up front. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't ask for that, but of course, the standard half up front. Uh, yeah, I assume is what you meant when you said you can't give it give it to all, us entirely now. You mean half now and half later, right? 
I think uh, if it's all right with you, I'm going to rule that because it was just on the target number. I'm going to say that as uh, you will get it, but after you brought it. So I'm sorry. I'm I'm afraid that I must. Yeah, it, this this pillar is very important to um, this island and our our faith, and it's important that the piety is restored. And we also need gold in order to restore the temple. So I think you will understand that I cannot offer you any monetary reward until it is returned to us safely. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, um, I suppose that sounds fair enough. Um, you know, Himbo uh, Achilles doesn't seem to even want any money, so... Calliope's just going to, I guess, whisper in your ear, can't take I say we auction it off the island. It's really valuable. If they're going to ask us to act on good faith, we could just take it with us. <laughs> I, I think we should see how easy it is to take, first of all, and if we've got a hold of it... That's a good call. <laughs> then, uh, oops, we couldn't find it. Um, good luck, everyone. Uh, but look at what a, a wonderful do- job you've all done fighting off the harpies. Seems like you can defend yourself perfectly well. Or they're all dead because the harpies have killed them, and it's not a problem. This problem solves itself. We shall rescue your pillar for you, and uh, we require very generously from uh, our prince no money up front. All right. Uh, I am putting a lot of faith in you. Um, may Hira guide your path. Um, may her peacock feathers waft you as you, as you go on your journey. Uh, and also... Yes, just please come back. Please, we, 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 need, we need this pillar, otherwise... Thing, uh, we shall. Thank you very much for your wafting. You're very welcome. We shall return with what it is we have promised. I'm just not surreptitiously in the background, like, trying to brush off the blessing like it's, like, dandruff. Like, just be like, oh, Hera. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, do you return to your ship and start making your way uh, to find Fessakaira, the pirate queen? Or is there Indeed. anything you want to do in the meantime? Uh, do, do we need do we need supplies for this journey, first of all? Himboculus, how are supplies looking? How are the supplies looking? This is a very good question. Uh, Calliope, how are the supplies looking? <laughs> well, despite your friend's prodigious appetite, we have been sailing for one day. So, so far? It's so only been good. one day. It's had like a thousand <laughs> years. Yeah, your singing does that. <laughs> I'm going to choose not to hear that, Calliope. <laughs> because I know you would never hurt my feelings deliberately. You're right. You're right. I would never hurt your feelings so obviously letting you know it. I've always... I feel like I've known you two forever, bard and rowing per- person. Rowing yeah, pers- you know what, Himbocules? You feel to me like an old friend. Like, every time I see you, I'm like, man, I just, I feel like I've seen this man before, time and time again. Like, I've so often been inside his house. Like, I've spent time with him. But, but yeah, no, this is definitely our first time meeting. Thank you. Uh, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, forthwith, onward, to the Pirate Queen! All right, so um, if it is all right with you, we can um, go on to a contest of craft and reason to see whether you can catch up to this pirate queen. First of all, I will roll the uh, target. I'm also really sorry, James, with the leadership dynamic. I'm, I I, I want to find more ways to let Kanto be in charge, and I'm not really sure I... how, because... <laughs> I don't think there is a firm way for Kante to be in charge. I think Kante, I think Kante believes that he's in charge. Um, 
Um, I'm trying to make sure that he that <laughs> in Hercules is as leadable as possible. Yes, yeah, no, I, Kante um, is definitely putting him <laughs> forward as the as the face of the leadership. I, I do get the vibe from both of them that Kante tops from the bottom and Himbocules bottoms from the top, you know? Like, Absolutely. it does feel like that kind of relationship. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so I will warn you that uh, this foe is perilous, so if you suffer in this contest, if you fail your role, then you will take a mark of pathos, um, which oh, is no. essentially uh, harm. Calliope, you're a crafty one, and your expertise in rowing has uh, no doubt given you the edge. And might I suggest that uh, Himbocules and, and, and I uh, assist you in, uh, in any way possible? Um, that would be a first. Can we both assist? <laughs> Um, yeah. Just like making dead eye contact oh, and with Kante. Also, um, I forgot to mention earlier, um, Ella, you get one bond as well for helping Kante earlier. Um, oh, nice. So, um, as well as your one glory. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, and I got it wrong also. It was the domain die rather than the name die. But never mind. We're learning. We're learning. It's fine. <laughs> then I suggest Calliope faces this trial um, themselves. Uh, and Himbocules and I will uh, provide support. Nice. So, um... Moral support, mostly. Yes. So you can pass your um, d6 dice to um, Calliope. So Calliope gets an extra 2d6. Um, and you both get one bond with Calliope and one glory. We get one bond with Calliope. Yes. Yeah. It's like a reward Just... for sitting it out. So I have three bonds with Calliope now? Yes. One the same, yeah. Marvellous. I have a feeling that the more dice I try to roll, the worse my luck will be. So we'll see how this goes. Um, uh, <laughs> and, but, and also be aware um, that if you use divine favour, then that adds on no matter what. It's not It's not the two highest dice. It's just like any d4s that you roll are added to the final yes. total. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a couple things. I am going to... I am going to pitch that my epithet many ways makes sense here mm -hmm. because I travel many ways in many ways. <laughs> um, and uh, I am going to invoke divine favor from Hermes because he's the god of travelers and thieves and I feel like both are relevant in this situation. Um, I'm going to mark a point of pathos to roll two d8s for craft and reason um, because why not? And then I've got two d6s from Kante and Himbocules as well. So I think that comes up to 4d6s, 2d8s, and then a d4 extra. Wow. I think the only thing is that when you mark Pathos, you have to choose another domain that's not the domain you're already using. Oh, cool. Okay, yes. So then it'll be one, two, three, four, five d6s. Highest, what's the number I'm trying to beat? Um, the number you're trying to beat is 12. Oh, no, that's so high. Okay, well, I got nine. Gonna get hurt. Oh no, and I only got a one. Ten. Ten. I told you, more dice, ah. less lucky. So you have to um, take a mark of pathos, and uh, so unfortunately you don't manage to catch up to the Pirate Queen in time before she can start using the Pillar of Storms to her advantage. So uh -oh. she... Um, I'm sorry, guys. She now has a sorry, D10 advantage die um, in a fight against you, unfortunately. Um, can, so, can, uh, can I say... Oh yeah, yeah. Go go ahead and describe uh, how how you attempt to um, to catch up to this queen and how you, how you fail, unfortunately. Yeah, because I was I was gonna say I want to like say that like the the the, the pathos that um, 
Calliope suffers. I'm very happy to also take an, a physical injury, but I think it's mostly that she's just like, ugh, can't they put their faith in me one time and yeah. I let them down and I failed them and I'm like useless. And of course I'm a terrible criminal. I should never even try to be friends with people because I'll never be good enough for them. And kind of just is generally very sad and very stressed and very self-doubting and also I, feels kind of abandoned by her God. Um, and I assume you've been rowing for all of us. Uh, <laughs> by myself. <laughs> the entire ship. I just, the whole time. No, That's um, where you went I, wrong. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think that she tries, like, I, I think I think that maybe, because I, I do like, I, I like a sailing. Um, and it would be cool if it was a, if it was a sailing specific thing. So, so I think that maybe she's like, oh, we could go around this way around the island and then we could try and like sneak up for, sneak up on them by going around these coves. But like actually what we do is because the reason no one's sailing around these coves is because they're like quite bow, shallow and bow, there's a lot of like yeah. reefs and banks. Yeah. Um, and it turns out there's a reason no one sails around here and it starts going wrong. And I mean, I'm not going to capsize the ship because I think that would be a bad idea, but I'm going to say like, you know, it, 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 we we nearly run aground for a bit and then and yeah and then Calliope is just in a terrible mood and she feels like Hermes isn't there for her she feels like she let down Kante and now she's just she's avoiding him like as much as possible she's kind of just like ducking her head and like helping fix the problem and just kind of like in a very bad mood very upset unfortunately you um when you finally happen upon um the pirate queen Thessakira's ship you can see that um, in the in the center of the deck, she is clutching this um, ancient pillar of stone, and sparks of lightning are flickering around her fingers. And uh, she um, and uh, as you gaze across the water, she turns and she has a wild look in her eye, and she says, um, "You can." She she shouts across the water. You can hear her very clearly. Intruders! As our heroes face this dreadful pirate queen who has now got the pillar of storms in her clutches, will they be able to succeed? Will they be able to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat? We'll find out next time on Realms of Peril and Glory. Now, I would like to ask every one of you, where can we find you? Where can we uh, listen to you? Where can we follow you on the socials? And I'll start with Ella. I've been Ella Watts. You can find me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at G-E-J Watts, where I post about all sorts of things, mostly my work and being gay. Speaking of my work, if you want to know more about it, then Doctor Who Redacted is a Doctor Who audio drama that is very gay and very trans, uh, that is now available worldwide on all podcatchers, which means that you can listen to it on the same app that you're using to listen to Realms of Peril and Glory right now. Uh, check that out if you'd like to. If you want to check out more of my work, there's a free app called Zombies Run, which you can download. It's an interactive audio drama and fitness gaming app. I think it's pretty cool. I'm a voice director there. And finally, if you enjoy my approach to tabletop gaming, then you can check out the tabletop game I made called Upriver Downriver. Upriver Downriver is a game about rebuilding peace in the ruins of war, but it's also about being gay on a boat. Uh, it's a fun time. And if you want to order that book, either as a PDF or in a hard copy, then sign up to MacGuffin and Company's uh, newsletter, which is on their website. And you will be kind of alerted first when those books are available to pre-order and indeed just to buy, which should be pretty cool it's going to be towards the end of this year and I'm really excited about it uh, yeah that's me thank you nice and Headley where can we find you we you can find me on Twitter at Headley underscore K 
And uh, probably best place to follow me is at WeFixSpaceJunk, which is a podcast I'm the co-creator of. Nice. And James, where can we find you? Uh, well, you can find me at Barbarossa Phone on Twitter, though you probably shouldn't. Um, and you should check out um, the other podcast that I do with uh, Zach, the Dungeon Master of Vale, um, which is The Orphans. It's a science fiction audio drama uh, about uh, found family and fighting for your rights in space. I just, I do that podcast too. So I'm, I'm oh, going to yes, second. Ella does that podcast. <laughs> you realize this is you said it. Also follow the orphans. I'm seconding also that. Also follow the orphans. Found family Ella robots. Well. Rebellion in space. It's great. Nice. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore abstract, where there are links to all the various things that I do, including Chapter and Multiverse, which is an actual play podcast from Rusty Quill, uh, which explores the city of Chapter across multiple parallel universes. And you can also support uh, the show at Patreon at patreon.com slash lightandtragic. You can follow Realms of Peril and Glory on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at RealmsPod. And you can check out the link in the description for RPG merch. And so it is time for us to all say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.